Hi, I'm Alan Bolio from ITR Economics, and I'm happy to talk to the Partner Network after our Rockwell Automation presentation. Man, that was a lot of fun. I hope you got a lot out of it. Uh, there aren't many questions, but I certainly want to uh, address them to the best of my ability. One of them has to do with our forecast for the 2030s. For those of you that don't know, uh, my brother and I wrote a book on this subject called Prosperity in the Age of Decline. And it's about why there will be this Great Depression in nine years from now. When we wrote it, it was over a decade. We have refreshed all the data. Uh, we're still on target for 2030. And we have not changed our forecast in terms of bringing it in, the reasons for it, or the pain that will be involved in it, or the fact that you can make a lot of money in a Great Depression because you know it's going to be there, but it's all in the preparation. Are you preparing for it? so that you can take advantage of it. So the simple answer to the question is, there is no change, then all the opportunities and all the danger are still uh, right there. Uh, the, the question along with that is that from a person who has watched us at the conferences, talk about that major depression, uh, is still predicting it, yes. Then the last part I'm confused about, it says two years ago, ITR modeling suggested a significant downturn in 2027, 2028. Does your modeling still project this? What I remember is different than ITR going so far as to say that's when it's going to occur. I showed back in that time period what the 2020, how the 2020s could look like the 1920s and called it the Roaring Twenties. And I showed that there were recessions uh, in the 2020s. So, so the Roaring Twenties in people's minds means nothing wrong. And in fact, there were two notable recessions into there. The first one was more significant than the second one, but the second one would have been, as I remember, about that time period, maybe a little earlier. So uh, that hasn't changed, but we're not projecting a significant downturn in 27, 28, and I don't remember doing so then. I apologize if I'm wrong on that, but I went back and looked at the forecasts, and I did not see it there either, although I certainly could have missed it. Uh, what we're looking at now is a noticeable recession in industrial production, late 25, first part of 26. It's, it's going to be reminiscent. So far, it looks like it'll be reminiscent of the 2000-2001 downturn. So if you want to know what's ahead, you can go back there and, and get some feel for what it's going to be like. But you're not the same business. And the industry is not nearly uh, the same, not anywhere it's really like what it was before. Uh, and your message and, your, and your, your, your product delivery and everything that you mean to the economy is so much different than they were two decades ago that I would just look at it for a sense of how hard the wind will blow, but I would not make a one-for-one -one, uh, extrapolation of what it's going to mean to your business. You're a different business now. Do the rate of change analysis uh, uh, that we talked about, and then as the leading indicators are going down, as we get closer to that date, then you'll get a feel for how much wind will be blowing and how it will impact your business, which is a significant part of that. Next question, is there a reason to be concerned about cryptocurrency and the potential shift of some wealth? Yes, I think there's a reason to be concerned about cryptocurrency because it's unregulated. It actually scares the death out of me because unlike Elon Musk, I don't have one and a half billion dollars to put into it. That to him would be pocket change. To me, that's an unfathomable amount of risk to take and not one that I'm willing to do. So I think that's a concern. I think it's a concern that it can be used by terrorists and that it can be used by criminals and that uh, money laundering like there's no tomorrow can go on in cryptocurrency. There have been thefts, the accounts have gone, dis uh, gone missing. I mean, it's, uh, it's still interesting how people view it as safe, but 
that could be my age. I know that. If you're young, you're thinking, oh, well, I'm just stopping. It's all as safe as can be because there's thousands of computers involved and, and it's global. At the same time, my mind goes, but what about the times when this site was, was hacked? What about this site that, that all of a sudden lost millions and millions of dollars and, and nobody knows where it went? I mean, those are things and those from people's accounts. Those are the things that bother me. Uh, will there be, could it result in a potential shift of wealth? Yeah, but most new technologies do. Uh, that just kind of happens. Uh, I'm not sure that that's more to read into that than, uh, than that. It happens. It's pretty normal with the new technology. I don't think cryptocurrency is there yet to go quite mainstream. We're getting closer all the time, but more rules, regulations, and government oversight need to be in place. And then the next question is, uh, I'm surprised to see supply chain risk is lowest in the United Kingdom, which is uh, kind of understandable. We ex was expecting Brexit turmoil would increase risk there. Can I explain that dynamic? Uh, the answer is no, I cannot. I, other than Brexit is not nearly as disturbing the last couple of years as the original fear and turmoil was. It became pretty easy to see that there was going to be a reasoned answer that anything dramatic and harsh would be harmful to Europe as well as to the United Kingdom, and nobody really wanted that. So they came to a reasoned agreement. Uh, as far as why uh, the world thought otherwise, I can't really answer that. Why their supply chain risk is uh, better than the United States. And the second part of the question, uh, also why is Mexico supply chain risk higher than China? I'm just gonna refer you to their website, if you don't mind, because you'll be able to, it's a long read, and there's no reason for me to read uh, these things to you. You can go to www.fmfrankmaryglobal.com. So fmglobal.com. And you're going to find the resiliency index and you're going to find the data and you're going to find their reasons and thinking and you're going to find some tools in there to help you uh, measure your own supply chain risk and see whether you are at risk more than you might think that you are uh, it's a fascinating site i hope that you enjoy it i know that i did and with that we're done answering the questions again thank you rockwell automation for allowing me to be part of the day and thank you all the partners for being there and asking questions and all of us at ITR uh, hope that we have been of some value and help you as you go into the future. Thank you all. Have a great day.